This is Father Kevin Hale with a homily for the 18th Sunday of Ordinary Time, the 2nd of August. I think we can all feel sorry for those families and individuals who have booked holidays to the Iberian Peninsula and other new virus hotspots and have had their plans thrown into disarray. We're all feeling the need for rejuvenation at this time and it's clear that for many people who have been shielding or self-isolating, it's been a challenging time and also an opportunity to think and reflect, which for some has produced positivity and in others it's produced negativity. Jesus and the apostles felt the same need for rejuvenation. They would often escape to some quiet location so they could recoup their energy and spend time together reflecting better on the things of God. Jesus teaches us something important here because he teaches us not only with his words but with the way he lives. I've seen and heard how the practice of our faith has been something which many, many of us have missed. And so not having something or missing something vital in our lives makes us much more appreciative of it. This is a basic truth. And how true this is of Holy Mass. How many times I've heard people say that they will never take for granted again being able to come to Mass. And I've even joked that I wouldn't ever complain again about having distractions at Mass. There is a real temptation, of course, that we see only the human expressions of what is happening at Mass. As at the multiplication of the loaves and the fishes, we can be unmoved. We cannot see the wonder of the event and begin to complain, as the Jews did, that the Mass is too long, that the priest is boring, that the music isn't to my taste, that it's too noisy, it's too quiet. Perhaps we do find it so, but it's also possible that our lack of engagement is also true, that our engagement with the mystery is poor and deficient. St John Vianney, whose feast is celebrated um, this coming week, he lived from 1786 to 1859 in France, he liked to remind his people, all of the works of the world are not equal to the holy sacrifice of the Mass, because they are the works of men, but the Mass is the work of God. Martyrdom is nothing in comparison for it is about the sacrifice of man to God. But the Mass is the sacrifice of God for man. We come to Mass to be changed, but this change cannot occur unless we are predisposed, unless we come with faith, open and ready for the change that will occur at Mass and in my soul. The Mass is a transfiguration another feast that we'll celebrate this coming week. So the Mass isn't just a ritual that takes place before my eyes, something that I come to watch and be entertained by. We don't gather for the Mass waiting as we might wait for the curtain to go up at the theatre or when we come to meet our friends. We have to come to Mass prepared to be absorbed in what is taking place. And we have to teach our loved ones, especially our children and young people, about this from an early age, because this is the most important moment in life ever.
Some parts of the Mass are particularly moments when we should try to be very still, to pray and reflect, such as the proclamation of the Scriptures, the readings, especially those words of Jesus to us in the Gospel, the offertory, the presentation of the gifts, when we try to place our lives and our work on the altar, the consecration, when our Lord becomes present mysteriously in our midst, and that period around and after the reception of Holy Communion. If we have to use our books to help this prayer and reflection, that's fine, but better if we can come employing our own thoughts and words to talk and converse with the one who is present to us, Jesus himself. Try to remember the word ACTS, A-C-T-S, to help recall what we do here. Adoration, contrition, thanksgiving, supplication. It's a peg on which we could hang our thoughts and our prayers during this short hour that we give to God each week. It's also what we call the four ends or the four reasons for the celebration of the Mass and why the Mass is offered daily throughout the Church for adoration, contrition, thanksgiving and supplication. So now that we are coming back to the routine of weekly Mass again, some of us slowly and uncertain, we can ask that our faith be renewed and that we will never take again for granted this great gift and mystery. St John Vianney was living in France at the time that St Bernadette was receiving the apparitions at Lourdes. In 1836 he had dedicated his tiny parish of ours to Our Lady Conceived Without Sin. And he greeted the dogmatic definition of this truth in 1854 with immense faith and joy. He would often remind his people, after giving us all he could, Jesus Christ wishes, in addition, to bequeath us his most precious possession, his Blessed Mother. Let us pray. Draw near to your servants, O Lord, and answer their prayers with unceasing kindness, that for those who glory in you as their creator and guide, you may restore what you have created and keep safe what you have restored. This we ask through Christ our Lord. Amen.